What resolutions have you made this year? And which ones have you broken so far? Happy New Year. What resolutions have you made this year? And which ones have you broken? Well, my Daily Mile lasted two days and the chocolate ban lasted all of three days. That's the Toblerone that my brother gave me for Christmas was one temptation too far. So what can we do to rescue the year? Well, in this week's Sunday Scholar, we explore how one word can make a big difference to you, your team and your organisation. We visit Halifax, talk branding and revisit the 12 days of Christmas. You'll also find a link to one of our leadership lessons. In other news, The Essential Scholar is now available. It's a 12-week leadership development program that focuses on the essential skills of modern leadership. Heads up, there's only seven skills. But there's a demo platform on our website and an introductory offer too. It'd be great if you could help spread the word. A big thanks in advance. Best wishes for 2024. 1. Leading you. Word of the year. Are you someone who likes to make New Year's resolutions only to fail at the first hurdle? Every January you start the year with big hopes and aspirations and very quickly life takes over. Well, here's an alternative approach to setting a New Year's resolution. Instead, choose your own word of the year. Select one word that you can focus on throughout the year. There's no do or die like setting a New Year's resolution, but you can use this one word as your North Star to guide you for 12 months. This year, I'm using the word consistency as my word of the year. Consistency will be a useful reminder for me to be more consistent in everything I do, or at least attempt to be as consistent as possible. Think this weekly newsletter, podcast, YouTube, reaching out to people, following up, coaching and support, fitness and diet. The list is endless. The secret is to choose one word that will benefit you, your team and your organisation. Keep it simple and there's power in that simplicity. So ask yourself, what could your word of the year be? Now, a big thanks to Natalie for her pertinent prompt with this. Every Christmas, Natalie and I, and she's a great friend now, will discuss our word of the year. And last year, Natalie had collaboration and ended up doing so many amazing things. This year, she's chosen opportunity. And I can't wait to see how her year pans out. Two, leading teams, a consistent haircut. I visited Halifax over in West Yorkshire yesterday. It was that time of the month for a haircut. We got talking about what consistency would mean at a hairdresser's. It was a useful thought experiment for both me and Elliot. Elliot trained as a young apprentice at Vidal Sassoon, and he now runs a successful salon of his own. And in no time at all, we agreed that consistency meant giving the same level of service to all customers. No matter whether it's nine o'clock or five o'clock, it's that same attention to detail, the same experience, and from all members of staff. So ask yourself, how could you apply this type of thinking to you and your team? Three, leading organisations. 
brand consistency. Have you ever noticed how the most successful brands are also the most consistent, trustworthy and profitable? Think unsuccessful brands and you'll think inconsistency, lack of trust and low profits. With this in mind, I've always tried to build consistency into everything we do at 12 Scholars. As an example, the Essential Scholar is our brand new leadership development program. It comes with 12 hours of video tutorials and a printed playbook. Both have consistency baked in, but it wasn't easy. We've had to develop a writing style and brand guidelines to accompany every aspect of the course. One of the benefits of nailing your brand though is that it makes life easier. You do the hard work up front, but then decision making and process efficiencies follow. And this was certainly true when videoing and editing the 84 bite-sized lessons. The first few were admittedly hard work and took forever. But then things became much easier and much slicker. Here's just a few ways I used consistency in filming the tutorials. 1. Structure. Every video had a very simple intro explainer, summary of key points, action step and outro. The soundtrack at the top and bottom were identical. And that gave a real kind of simple platform and consistency and familiarity for every film. Two, clothing. For every video, I made sure I wore the same gray polo shirt with dark gray woolen sweater. Uh, the polo shirt, I made sure I washed uh, fairly regularly, but yeah, it was the same kind of uniform every time we videoed. Number three, slides. When filming each tutorial, we used a split screen technology, um, a combination of using Adobe InDesign, Ecamm, and the camera setup that we've got. We made sure the typeface, which was Helvetica now, was consistent. We had the same kind of bold imagery and Swiss grid layout. Number four, the camera. I wanted to make sure we had the same camera angle and the same focus settings um, and lighting setup for every single tutorial. So right at the very beginning, I took a photograph of the uh, studio setup and made sure we replicated that each time. And after we got the first few under our belts, the actual setup became far easier. Number five, location. We made sure that every tutorial was filmed in exactly the same location. It was a corner of my office I call the YouTube studio. So we had the same furniture and also the same EGSP poster on the wall. And lastly, six, haircut. Yep, I tried where possible to have the same haircut. Well, almost. The final chapter in The Essential Scholar describes how to lead with excellence. And one of the lessons focuses on the benefits of compound consistency. If you click around on the website, you'll see a link to this lesson. Alternatively, there's a button called demonstration. And then you can see for yourself how I've attempted to make each tutorial as consistent as possible. Behind the scenes, the 12 days of Christmas. For the past two weeks, I've been writing a short blog focusing on one aspect of the Essential Scholar each day. We called it the 12 days of Christmas. Original, I know. But it's really helped shape my thinking in terms of how best to describe the course. So here goes. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 
12 weeks to make a difference, 11 reasons for lifetime learning, 10 tools for coaching, 9 playbook facts, 8 testimonials, 7 essential skills, 6 top tips for projects, 5 blueprints, 4 simple words, 3 bonus guides, 2 coaching calls and a scholar bee from a maple tree. So the 12 lines from the 12 days of Christmas that describe the best describe the essential scholar. And for every line, there's a blog post associated with it, which goes into more detail about what's actually involved. But essentially, it's a 12 week course that you could do in 12 weeks. Or if you want a sense of urgency, you can actually do it in 12 days. Or if you're taking people with you and you're part of a team, you could take 12 months. But essentially, the course is a 12-week course to make a difference. So writing this down has really helped. It's been great to focus on not just product features, but also describe the benefits too. Gain feedback and also list them out. It's also been a fun exercise in consistency too. Word of the week. Consistency. Consistency is the quality of behaving or performing in a similar way. Think consistent brands, consistent service, and consistent results. It implies a positive sense of dependability, dependable you. Consistency is about hitting specification as closely as possible. On a personal level, consistency is also about showing up. You don't have to hit 100% every day, but you do need to be moving forwards. Something I shall be focusing on every day this year. And final action, where do you need to be more consistent in your work? Write it down, make it so, and let me know how you get on.